The sun is beginning to set earlier and earlier. Not only does this mean the end of summer, it also signals the end of our first season. In this episode, we're going to take a look at a couple of interesting stories we've told in season one and give you a preview of season two. So take a seat in your favorite chair, close your eyes, put your feet up, and let us paint a picture of the past that's coming to you in the future. This is Garth in the Lost Cabin, somewhere in rural Massachusetts. And this is Lost Massachusetts. Masters, time for some podcast business. In general, this goes out to all of our listeners. A big thanks to everyone. Like I said in the last episode, we passed 5,000 listens, which may not seem like a lot, but it's more than we had when we started. From Apple Podcast Reviews, Kevin R5 gave us five stars and writes, informative, and I really liked it since I listened to the whole podcast in a week. Thanks, Kevin. I hope it's not all you did and you at least went to the bathroom every once in a while. Correction from a listener. From Bob. Regarding episode 21, it was Taylor Street in Springfield, not Chicopee, where the Duryea made its famous debut. Keep up the good work on the podcast and looking forward to the next installment. He's right. I want people to be aware of this so that you don't go driving through Chicopee looking for Taylor Street. You should go driving through Chicopee and have lunch at the Munich House. That's H-A-U-S House. That's 13 Center Street in Chicopee. They have Thanksgiving dinner at the Munich House. And I'm so curious that I'm tempted to not cook and check it out. But I know people would be disappointed if I didn't make green bean casserole. Anyway, lots of details. I got mixed up in Springfield and Chicopee with them being partitioned into two different towns and then the other Duryea shop in Chicopee. Details, details, details. In response to the postcard episode number 26, Ed sent a picture of his bumper sticker that says, This car climbed Mount Washington. And then on the other side of the car, there's a second sticker that says, This car climbed Winter Hill. I would be more worried about damaging my car in Somerville than driving up Mount Washington, especially getting off the highway in Somerville. Jeffrey also appreciated the episode and loves getting the postcards from Lost Places. You can get them too by going to lostmassachusetts.com and clicking on Get or Send Postcard. Now we have some highlights from season one, and we'll give you a season uh, preview of season two, which is upcoming. Some great stuff that we've collected, some awesome places that we have explored and we've put in the bank, and we can't wait to share them with you. So sit tight for about two seconds, and uh, we'll talk about that. 
So, you still haven't heard the last episode of Season 1. That will come right after this one. We will be closing the loop on our Dogtown epic. This is one of my favorite Lost Mass places and is one of the more accessible for hikers of all skill levels. I'm not going to review every episode of Season 1. I'm going to pick out two of the most listened to episodes of Season 1 and speculate why they were so popular. The second most listened to or downloaded episode of Season 1 is the episode on Smallpox Burial Ground in Framingham on the Knobscot Reservation. This was the hike out to the location of a pest house where people infected with smallpox were segregated from the rest of the community. Several were buried on the spot. I had known about this place for years since I was a child and had been out to it many times, but I never had the full history of it. I just thought it was an old graveyard and people were not completely clear on who was buried there. It was only years later when the site was preserved and restored that it become clear that it wasn't simply a graveyard, but there were buildings on the site, a kind of remote hospital where several people lived and some passed away. This is a location that is open to the public and has year-round accessibility with a moderate hike. The first most listened to episode was uh, 14, The Lost Corner or Boston Corner. To me, it was fascinating in general because it involved a town that was literally cut off of Massachusetts and handed over to New York State. The story of what led to it being cut off is one of the most interesting stories in our history. The mounting lawlessness in the town that couldn't be addressed because of its remote location. Even now you have to drive in a big circle to even get to the location because of the mountain in the way. The riotous event in Boston Corner pulled in some of the most notorious underground figures of the time period. It's truly a lost place and lost history. Now, let's look at the material coming up in Season 2. episodes and mysteries to unravel in season two. These are mostly just clues. I'm not giving away the stories and locations all at once, but many of you will probably know exactly what I'm talking about. One of the things I'm finding is that many lost mass listeners really know their local history, and when they share their knowledge, it makes the show even more interesting. In the first episode of season two, we are going to hone in on a Massachusetts origin story, if you would. A crucial moment for two people that meant survival for one and decimation for the other. A point of no return in history that is itself a vanished and lost place. Even the marker for this most pivotal moment is swept over and hidden. You'll have to listen to the first episode to find out what I mean, but this is something that helps us look both forward and backward in time. We'll visit what is left of a community that was blown up and severed by one of Massachusetts' most iconic roads. We will try and visit the desolate place one man spent a year expelling himself from the rest of the world 
there will be an episode focusing on a secret that is still running under the streets of Boston that you can still see for the moment if you know where to look. But it is a vanishing uh, slowly with each passing year, so hurry up and go look at it while it's still there. An unexpectedly extreme but breathtaking beautiful place that could be dangerous to the casual visitor, depending on the circumstances, but it's also a place that has a rich, bizarre history and still serves as an inspiration to many. We will visit a place everyone is sure exists and many people have been to, but it's not a real place. And me exposing the fact that it's not a real place will anger and confuse many people. Looking forward to comments about that when the time comes. In the previous episode, we covered some brief history of postcards and our postcards from lost places. In that episode, we talked about some of uh, the lost post office locations in Massachusetts and the paradox of retired zip codes for places that closed before zip codes were issued. How is that possible? We're going to feature a location that is recognized by the post office but isn't recognized by the government of Massachusetts. This is something uh, lost in a bureaucratic sense. We'll revisit Stenstown and try and figure out what it was or where it could be. Theories are always welcome. We'll have more history of lost Dutch Massachusetts as well as the beginning of mysterious Viking Massachusetts, French Massachusetts, and along with original Nosset, Wampanoag, Nipmuc, Penacook, and Pakamatuck nations, these stories that will have been told in pieces because there's so much to them. There's one story in particular that I spent quite a bit of time researching and talking to the experts about. It will be fascinating not only to the history buffs out there, but also to the techno geeks out there. It will completely change the way you think about your computer and your phone. And wrapped up in this story is a hidden history of French Massachusetts, and also an event that will change the way you think about world history from the last century. There is more too. It has been especially interesting to look into the history of many Massachusetts places because each time I do, I find out about another place that I knew nothing about before. Thanks for coming along with us on this adventure. And your comments, of course, are always welcome. And if you hike out or go to one of these places and you want to share that with us, please do so. Tell us if you had difficulty finding it, or if you found it boring, or found it interesting like I did. If you take a picture of the place, go ahead and share it on Instagram at Lost Massachusetts. Um, and if you know of other places, share those too. Sometimes people out there know more about the history than I do. I'm certain that many of you do, especially about places that are near where you live or near where you grow up. All right, we'll see you on the other side.
Stenstown. Stenstown, Mass. That's S-T-E-N-S-T-O-N. Never heard of Stenstown, Mass? No one else has either. But there it is on an 1807 French map in the center of Middlesex County, somewhere between Andover, Lynn, Marlborough, and Lancaster. It's a bizarre unknown location, and there are no roads on the map leading to it. It's just floating there in space. Is it a misspelling, mispronunciation, misunderstanding? Or was it a real place that history swept away? It could also be a so-called paper town. Paper towns or paper streets are fictitious locations put on maps intentionally as copyright protection. The map maker puts some bogus name on a map, and if that name shows up on someone else's map, they know their map has been copied. I'm putting this mystery out there for people to think about and discuss. I have my own ideas about it. Please go to Lost Massachusetts on Instagram to see an image of Stenstown on the map. The original map is part of the David Rumsey map collection. So join the mystery and help us out. Now that we've looked into Future's Mirror, we hope that you'll join us on our next adventures. Where will they be? Only the winding road knows. Until then, this is Garth in the Lost Cabin, saying, it's always 1928 somewhere. Hey, if you like the show for some reason, there are lots of ways you can join the fun or get a hold of us. You can message Lost Mass through the podcast apps on Anchor. There's a voice option. Or you can go to lostmassachusetts.com and subscribe to our blog or use the various methods there to contact us. If you go to lostmassachusetts.com, you can also sign up to get a postcard from a lost place and find out where to send us a lost postcard too. Also go to Lost Massachusetts at uh, Instagram for photos and other details. We will do our best to respond to comments uh, directly uh, as well as within the show. You might hear um, your own comment. That's fun.